Chapter 2, Special Guests Pearl put Vivachi down and washed her hands in the kitchen sink, singing like her mother had taught her to. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, we love you, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you, you're always true. And many more, of course I guess you live forever. Pearl, get the big blue plates out of the hutch and put them on the dining table in the next room, please. Yes, ma'am. Good thing Uncle Bert thinks big, said Pearl. She dried her hands and carefully pulled out seven deep blue plates. Wow, these are so pretty. You're right. I have no clue right now where our dishes are, and we'd be eating on paper plates if we could find them. Anyway, God works it all out. Anyway, please get the salad plates too, sweetie. Put them at the left top of the big plates, and you know how to do it. You're a good helper. Yes, ma'am, said Pearl. She walked into the adjoining room and carefully placed the plates. Vivachi followed her. No, Vivachi, I know this is your first day, but go back to the corner she said and pointed. The dog whined a bit but returned. Sit, Vivachi, said her mother. Sit and stay. Yes, Vivachi, do what mother says. Pearl admired the small chandelier over the table. It had many teardrop-shaped pieces that reflected the light shining through the big window, and it produced little rainbows all over the floor. But back to the dinner. The guests would be here any minute. Queen Mother, Uncle Bert's at the end, right? Where do you want to sit, and do we get to use cloth napkins, and how do you want me to fold them And Yes, he'll be the head of the table, and you and Robert and I will sit on his left side. Pearl opened the hutch drawer and got the lovely navy blue and white cloth napkins. Wow, this is fancy. It's a good thing Uncle Bert must have known he'd have lots of company one day. So who's coming? Yes, he obviously had a vision and a dream, and God gives us the desires of our hearts. That's Psalm 37, 4, when we follow him anyway. And the people that are coming are special friends of his from church. Here, let me show you how to fold the napkins. Do this, this, this. So she showed Pearl how to fold, and as she talked, Pearl kept folding. He wants us to meet each other and thought today was as good as any, although I, I would have liked to have had it on a different day. But anyway, that's negative, so forgive me, Miss Pearl. I'm just a little tired, but I'm sure that they are wonderful people. Are there kids? Can we go to church there? Pearl folded the rest of the napkins and put them in the silver rings. Her mother smiled as she opened the silverware drawer and gathered the forks, spoons, and knives. Well, the guests are a surprise. We will visit the church and see if that's where God wants us. Even though it may seem to make sense to go to a certain place or do a certain thing, we need to check with Daddy God first, for he knows everything. Remember? She pointed toward the cabinet. Now, if you will get down those lovely blue glasses and put ice in them, I'll go ask Bert if the steaks are ready. Also, put the dressing and chopped walnuts and cranberries in a bowl and put them on the table for the salad. You can make sure the oven's on 200 degrees to keep the potatoes warm. Mmm, super-duper potatoes! Yes, ma'am, loaded, but with organic butter, organic cheese, and organic kefir and turkey bacon. Remember? Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Organic's good as long as it tastes good. I'm so glad we're having company tonight. Pearl found a pretty glass bowl and poured the walnuts and cranberries into it. Oh, Daddy God, this is so cool. She carried them to the table. Visitors, our second day. You work fast. Thank you. And I'm excited, and I hope there's a girl. I need a friend to girl. She checked the oven, then remembered she needed to go change clothes. She ran upstairs to her room and looked through the clothes they had managed to hang in the closet earlier in the day. She put on a pair of her new jeans and a sparkly fuchsia top. Fuchsia's the color of joy, her daddy had told her years ago. It had been her favorite color since then. She grabbed her journal and wrote, Dear Daddy God, I'm so excited. Maybe there will be kids to play with. And girls, new friends, girls please. She wrote that onto her vision list. She started to run downstairs and realized she was barefoot. She knew her mother would want her to wear shoes for company, like she'd told her. So she looked through a box and found her sparkly blue flip-flops. Then she dashed to the bathroom to wash her face and brush her hair really fast. Hmm, should I wear it on the side? Should I wear it in the back? Oh, that's all right. I'll just pull my hair back in a regular blue ponytail. Sure to be fine. She smiled at herself in the mirror. 
You look like a good friend, she said, and went back downstairs. Ah, there's my favorite niece in the whole universe, said her uncle, carrying a big plate of grilled steaks. Pardon me, Charlotte, he told Pearl's mother as she tossed the salad. Coming through, Pearl grabbed her uncle's legs. He was so tall, and she gave them a big hug. Mm, uncle Bert, can we eat now? Sweetie, Risa and her family will be here in about five minutes. You can wait that long, right? Risa, that's a pretty name. So she's a girl. <laughs> her uncle laughed and put the steaks down and covered them up. Yes, go get Rob for me, okay? Do I have to? Pearl said, he's been so mean to me today. Pearl, said her mother, you know all these changes have been very hard on Robert. Well, that doesn't mean he's got to be bad. Pearl, said her mother more firmly, go get your brother like your uncle said. Now, and be nice. I expect you to both have big smiles on your face for our company. You will be nice to them and to each other. Do you understand? Yes, ma'am, said Pearl. She headed up the stairs. At least we have our own rooms now. She went to Robert's room. Boxes were everywhere. It looked like he'd been rooting through them. It was a mess. Clothes and toys were scattered across the bed, on the floor, and across the boxes. Robert, you Tasmanian devil, she said. Come down for dinner. The guests will be here in a minute. Hurry up. There was no answer. Don't play with me, bub. She heard a splash in Robert's snicker. Oh, no. This better not be what it sounds like. She opened the bathroom door, and there was her little brother water all over his clothes and on the floors. He pushed several of his toys underwater with the tub almost full. Oh, my gosh, Robert. Get changed, because our guests are almost here. Hurry up. He stuck at his tongue. Nyeh. She turned and ran into her uncle, who had just come up the stairs. Ouch! He laughed when he saw Robert and shook his head. You are one busy seven-year-old, Rob, he said calmly. Buddy, I need you to let the water out and change like your sissy said. Your new friends will want to meet you, so let's get you ready, okay? Robert lit up. Hey, Uncle Bert, want to play? Pearl, go get your mom. No, let me change that. Go tell your mom that I'll be right down, said Bert. I'll handle this. Don't tell her about the mess. I know she told Robbie could play with his toys, but she didn't know how creative he could be in a new environment. Uh, okay, but Robert, mom says you have to be nice to me and the new people. Pearl zipped downstairs before her brother could reply. Her mother was using the ice maker of the refrigerator to put crushed ice into blue glasses. Where are the guys? And I thought you were going to do the ice, Pearl. Uh, they'll be right down, said Pearl. Can I help you with the cake and get a spoonful of frosting? It's right there said her mom. Don't get any but one small spoonful. Don't want to spoil your appetite. The cake towered three tiers high and Pearl dug her spoon in and got a bite of frosting first. Mmm, looks delicious, said Pearl. Bert helped me, said her mother. He ground up some of the fresh pecans from his trees. Just one small spoonful because you know it's not good for you. Don't eat any more. Okay, Queen Mother. I'll wait for dessert. Good job, princess. She hugged her daughter. You have been such a blessing to me during this whole move, and thank you for your help with dinner tonight and for everything and watching over Robert, and you're just such a blessing. And I know it's been hard on you, too. Love you, Pearl said and hugged her back. Her mother smelled so good with the gentle perfume she wore. Queen Mother, I love you. Are you always going to call me that? Her mother said, sounding a little bit frustrated. How about just mom, like you used to? Pearl started to answer. Well, I just... You know, Daddy died, and you're royalty, and when the king dies and the queen's left, she's called the queen mother. Hey, Mom, look at me! They heard Robert's voice. She saw Bert come down the stairs with a dry Robert on his shoulders, leaning back so he wouldn't scrape the doorway as his uncle walked into the kitchen. Son, that's quite a gross spurt, she joked. Does that mean his brain is growing too, Pearl said. Her mother shot her a look that was half amused and half stern. Remember, Pearl, a power princess watches her words and speaks kind things like the royal book says her mother said, adopting a queenly-sounding voice. If thou cannot speaketh anything nice, thou should not speak. Yeah, Thumper said it in Bambi, Queen Mother Pearl said. Help me, Lord. There had watchman's trombone. Woof! Ah, oh, there's our guest, I bet, said Bert. Let's go say hi. Robert snickered. <laughs> I'll wave at them from up here. The bell rang, and Babachi barked and ran in. Woof! 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 
He sniffed the door. Pearl felt a little nervous, but a lot excited. Daddy God, help me say and do right, she whispered under her breath. And thank you for all these new good things, like Jeremiah 29, 11 says.